Welcome to Mandemic Mondays. Hello, hello. The only podcast hosted by best friends who have nothing in common except their name. I'm Mandy Kaplan. And I'm Mandy Fabian. And we are the Mandys. And each week we're going to be doing some fabulous reviewing and debating of the latest Netflix release. Thank you, Netflix. And, you know, whatever else people are doing to try to keep some normalcy during these crazy times we like to call the pandemic, which is still so clever to me of you, you know? No, I I said clever to me, but I oh, okay. But I revisionist probably, history because I was the one. I don't know. I feel like I made it up. Wow. I I'm just going off of my excellent memory. You right. You definitely <laughs> came up with man's jobs. That much I know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm just assuming that was a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> you assume everything is a compliment. Thank you. Uh, well, we have a big one this week. I feel I feel like this was a very successful week. Because this week we reviewed Moxie, M-O-X-I-E, folks. Yes, that's right. Amy Poehler's directorial debut for your viewing pleasure on Netflix. And uh, what do you think, man? Do you want to tell the people what you thought? I loved this movie. And I'm also lying. (laughs) I... <laughs> really, really disliked this movie. That, of course, of course you did. Because I loved it. I loved every second of it. And I was like, huh, I I feel like this is one that I, I, I feel like this is one she's probably going to hate, but I can't see any reason why she would hate it, except that I really love it. Yes. And as I was watching, I was like, I bet Fabian is loving this movie. And that makes my spine hurt. <laughs> Oh my God. How is it possible that we are still friends? I guess movies aren't that important. No, that can't be it. Let's put the word friends in quotes. Yeah, for now. Yeah. So right from the uh, troponing sequence, trademark, I just did it. I did it. That's brilliant. Thank you. uh, I have a film related thing that a new term that I coined today too. You ready? Yes. Duplicitous. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> Thank you. But go Film ahead. Film or TV. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. The the tro- What was it? The tropening? I like it. The tropening it. sequence mm-hmm. of a girl running through the woods and something or someone is chasing her and she falls and, and then, and then trope number two, she wakes up and it was all just a dream. Yeah. Yeah. So from frame one, <laughs> I was like, oh, sweet Jesus, I don't like this movie. Okay. I also hated the opening sequence. Let me say that. I actually thought, oh, fuck, is is this like some girl running through the woods? Like, I did not think that's what this movie was. So I I also, but I, well, I don't know. Then I thought, oh, maybe it's supposed to be like she's having a cliched dream because what are teenage girls watching except watching themselves run through woods and almost get mowed down by a werewolf or a bad guy or, you know, a rapist, which they have, which by the way, they're rape. For when it comes into the movie, man. Okay. By the way, guys, this isn't like a rapey movie. No. But anyway, we'll go. Yeah. It's delightful. Did you, I have to know, did you watch it with your girls, with your 10 and 8-year-old girls? I didn't, but, you know. Because you texted me, hey, is it safe for the girls? And then I realized a couple of hours passed and I was like, that's a hard no, hard no. And then I thought, oh, how hilarious if she watched it with her girls. I 
didn't, but, but it wouldn't have been so bad. It wouldn't wow. have been so bad, except the list. I didn't, I don't, yeah, the list is bad. I didn't want them to see how horrible high schoolers can be to each other. I'm not ready for them to have that yet. So yeah. after the tropening sequence, I'm mm-hmm. going to do a quick summary for <laughs> the, all the lucky people who don't actually watch this movie. Uh, we realize this young teenage girl goes to school, which is a completely chauvinistic world. All the guys make yep. a list of sexual aspects of the girls every Mm -hmm. year and basically this young girl vivian played by hadley robinson decides she's mad as hell and she's not going to take it anymore and she starts a feminist movement in her school Mm -hmm. called moxie Mm -hmm. based on Mm -hmm. a a bikini kill song is that am i getting all that right i i didn't even look into whether the song was right i don't know if they made it up for that movie or if it's a real song but it it was it was the kind of music i would never listen to but wish i did I wish oh. I did. Oh. Oh, God, I'm glad yeah. you don't. I, if I had one leather jacket that fit me the way hers did in that movie with the cool buttons, I'm like, now how come I can't pull off buttons? Never could. Right. It just, uh, yeah. The leather jacket that she doesn't, in the beginning, she's wearing like uh, <laughs> Little House on the Prairie outfits and yeah. overalls and she looks 14. Yeah. And then yeah. an hour in, she's Joan Jett. I'm sorry. Did you not see Grease? But Olivia Newton-John, there's a marked difference. It, you have to show character growth somehow, and usually it's with something tight and leather. That's screenwriting one hundred and one. Can't man. do that anymore. I know. <laughs> and a perm. Oh, the perm. Uh, uh, so that yeah. is the basic plot of Moxie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I loved it. I greedily devoured it. I actually, I started the movie. Because we had, we haven't like, you know, because it's like award season and we are so important when it comes to award season. Like, of course, I mean, no one's asking our opinion, but if they did, you'd want to be ready. Right. Of course. For that just in case moment. So I've been we've been watching like lots of movies. And this one, Patrick, as you know, as I stated in the first podcast, won't watch these movies with me because he just assumes if it's something I'm going to watch, he's going to hate it. He could have been right. Three for three. But. I okay. wonder now I kind of want him to watch it to see what he thinks. But so so I started it on my own thinking I'll watch like, you know, maybe the first half, maybe 45 minutes and then I will go to bed because it was very late. And I'm not going to lie. I stayed up until 1245 in the morning because I loved the movie and I couldn't put it down. I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. <laughs> because you have a cold, dark heart and you don't appreciate the the beautiful journey that this girl took also you you grew up knowing how to defend yourself and speak up for yourself and say things but you did i i think you did that's at least I how you know about that okay well then maybe at least from when i met you you always knew how to do that and those of us who still don't know how to do that really admire that 16 year old girl who like took a stand also i meant by the way that i can't stay up past 9 15 and i don't know how you <laughs> stayed up till 12 45 but okay this is flattering and let's let's roll with this <laughs> I the only thing I didn't like about the movie, the only thing was that I found out somehow that milk is bad for you. And when I heard that line, of course, I had to Google it because it shocked me. I love milk and my girls uh-huh. drink milk. And yeah. when I Googled it, then it leads you to like lots of websites with lots of information about how milk might be bad for you, but might not. And I got to tell you, man, nobody ever really answers that question. It, it, there should be like a is milk bad for you? And there should be one website called ismilkbadforyou.com and right. it just says no because that's really all you want to either yes or no and give it six months and then everyone will change their mind yeah right 
It'll but, kill you in six months and then it'll be life-saving <laughs> and well, six brain months is regenerative a- in six months. That's true. That's true. But what if my children have grown like you know, hair on their faces and boobs in six months. Like, I will have wanted to know that. I'm feeding them milk on the reg. (laughs) Dairy milk. Cow's milk, for God's sake. Anyway. Oh, well, that'll just kill them. That's just criminal. That was the only thing. Oh, I wish I'd forgotten. I was actually going to draw in black Sharpie on my arm. I was going to draw your name. Oh, wow. Right Mm -hmm. there. But then you could have thought that I was drawing it for me. Your own name. (laughs) Like the tattoo on your behind. Uh... So I have a big problem with exposition in movies. And when they do it well, I'm so thrilled. I'm so thrilled when I'm like, oh, I get everything they're saying, but they're not just saying it. They're, you know, they're they're yes. sneaking me all the information that I need to know. And this movie was the opposite of that. And the 45-year-old actress named Hadley Robinson meets her 98-year-old <laughs> friend, Lauren Tsai, playing her best friend, Claudia. Did you think they looked too old? No, actually, Hadley Robinson looks very, very young. Yes. But she is like 27. But Lauren Tsai oh. had old lady neck. I just I, said it. Well, I'm sorry, Lauren Tsai. <laughs> By the way, Lauren Tsai, yes, I also looked into her because I also felt that she read a little older for the part. But get this, Lauren Tsai, if you look her up on IMDb, has more agents than she has credits. She literally has six people representing her at William Morris. Six agents are listed as her people. And she has done like three things. So well, good for her. Good for her. All of these kids in the movie are radically famous, and I don't know how that ever oh. happened. Oh, they all, boy. Their star meter numbers are insane. Well, because this movie was very buzzy, I feel. But they... But don't try and sidetrack me from bashing the exposition. <laughs> Sorry, I go ahead. I what you just did. No, no, I go ahead. <laughs> so they arrive at school, at, you know, in their jazzies and their walkers, and they <laughs> and one of them is like, did you hear? The list came out. Yes, the list that every year the boys make about the girls. And they just like explain it in this walk and talk, this like terrible teenage Aaron Sorkin walk and talk down the hall. And it was so expositiony, and it bothered me to the core. So that was like the third scene in the movie. So there was the tropening sequence and then that and I was out. But you you had to finish it. But you never finished it, it. It never won you back. No, it got worse and worse. <gasps> oh my god! Okay, but this is the thing. This movie is not for you and me. It's for teenagers, right? I mean, it's it's a young adult movie. Yeah, it was a young adult graphic novel, and it's meant to be like a girl power bond together, take care of each other. Don't don't feel invisible. You have a voice. Like it's all that stuff. I love those messages. I just thought they were delivered in such an eye-rolly, obvious, on-the-nose way. I but was... are there other movies that deliver that message that don't do it in an eye-rolly, obvious way? Oh, darn. Easy A. I love, love I Easy A. I only saw the porn version of that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question. I, I did not know you were going to ask me that, so I might have a bit of, like, movie yep. Tourette's later and just scream out a movie <laughs> and you just sleep. have to go with me. Yeah. No, during the next... 40 minutes, I swear. But um, Easy A comes to mind. She was mm-hmm. quite outspoken. Okay. I feel like 10 Things I Hate About You was a classic. Oh, hated that. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Oh, but I also... Man. Maybe I watched it at a time when I hated all the movies, but that one I remember hating. Like, so it was really 11 Things I Hate About You. <laughs> one was the movie that they just made about it. <laughs> but of course, 
I would hate it and you would love it. Yeah. I loved yeah. Amy Poehler in this. I thought I liked Amy Poehler. I liked their relationship at the beginning, the mm-hmm. mother daughter. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's one thing I really didn't buy at all, mm-hmm. but also I think means that we're witches and somehow we have ESP or we're psychic because, hi, Amy Poehler's boyfriend, Clark Gregg, who we talked yeah. about. We talked about him in the first podcast. He wrote What Lies Beneath. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Wait, he's not her boyfriend in real life, is he? No, but he's... Oh, when you said boyfriend, I got all excited about Hollywood gossip. Let's put a rumor. I don't know, because I don't think he and Jennifer Grey are married anymore. I think they broke up. Yeah. Wow. I I think I read that somewhere, but I don't don't honestly know. But so he could be. He could be dating Amy Poehler, and what a pair. Because what I'll say... Yeah, they're adorable. Here's what I would say, though, is why don't we just start the rumor here right now, Mm -hmm. and that Mm -hmm. way we can take credit for it, just like... I take credit for calling this thing the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. That's um, gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna tear you a new one when when we hang up on this. Uh, um, no, so I did feel that Clark Gregg is so ineffably ineffable and irresistibly. He's charming. <laughs> okay, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, he he is. Yes. It's like so easy to love him, and he was so nice that I didn't get why this smart girl was not like i don't know why she was pulling the whole like you have a boyfriend like they seemed like they had a very evolved relationship they see like she wasn't a brat i don't know why she hated her mother's boyfriend that did not make sense to me you are correct yeah which i will never say again but (laughs) you are absolutely correct and i have to say this while i'm thinking of it because it what it made me want to tear my hair out at the end when she tells you know she's like i hate that you have a boyfriend and yes i started this group and i'm gonna get kicked out of school and daddy didn't see me at christmas oh that was random and out of nowhere that was out crazy of nowhere the father's <laughs> never been mentioned so you cut that li- here's a hot tip you cut that line yeah that's true yep was that I... not jarring a hundred percent a hundred percent that line it was like wait what but what that yes the dinner argument her jumping on her boy although here's what i'll say i thought that scene was so awkward and out of nowhere and weird but i also get that like look there's a lot of adult movies that i enjoy anyway where you're like here comes the totally manufactured conflict that hasn't been justified throughout the movie and has nothing to do with their character but they got to the second act and said there needs to be some conflict so let's do it right so it, obviously she had to have a dark night of the soul so they're like she'll explode at dinner the way girls do um but i will say that the the scene when the boyfriend's like hey this is what you did to me the mm-hmm. uh, nico haraga who's i mean he, he was would, great he's like a i i would go out with him i'm, I'm nico if you're listening Ooh. i mean i'm married i'm married so no the younger me not even the younger me like the present me if i wasn't married yeah, I would, he was I adorable would, yeah he's so cute and meanwhile i'm like i would be his nanny like a part-time thing <laughs> <laughs> Well, my thing would be because I'm aware that he's actually like 18 years old. Oh, he is. Yes, he was age. So he's legal. Oh, okay. Um, I I think he's so adorable. I thought he was a really good actor and really adorable. And he sold me when he was like, I can't remember what he said, but he was like, "Well, you did this and you did this," and I was like, "Oh, that's what she did in that scene." I could see why he's upset. You know, (laughs) I, I he really sold me on it. And having just watched the scene, but you had no idea, that's not a good sign. Well, like, no, you just watched the scene and you were like, what just happened? What? Well, you mean the, the, the argument scene? Yeah. 
Yeah, no, I didn't get I didn't get why she was doing what she was doing. But then from his lens, when he was like, you yelled at me, you were shitty to your mom's boyfriend. You, you know, it, mm-hmm. it made me go, oh, in retro. Like I didn't during the scene, I was going, why is this happening? But in retrospect, I'm like, well, she did do those things. He's not wrong. And he's dreamy. Yes. <laughs> so uh, dreamy. Yes. We agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, other than that, though. They're all. Oh, by the way, I did not know. I didn't know that Arnold Schwarzenegger had a son, and Patrick Schwarzenegger is in this movie. Yes, playing a playing the most one dimensional bad guy I've ever (laughs) seen on screen. I thought he did a great job. He was. I I didn't mind his acting. I minded the the role itself. It was just like yeah, but like so he's a racist and a chauvinistic. Yes, I mean. And a rapist and everything. Yes. Yes. They usually actually all usually go in one package. There are people who are actually like that, who are just bad guys. And I also think that for the message of this, again, I think it's being simplified for teens. Like, I don't know if like they're going to do Lolita as a young adult thing because they want to like a protagonist you love to hate or you you hate that you love and hate. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, I think they have to keep it kind of simple so that kids can go. He's bad. And they can, they can, you know. Yes. Fancy Nabokov reference, by the way. Is that, is that who wrote it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I know that from the police song, Don't Stand So Close to Me. So I am wicked smart. Um, There was a highlight in this movie that I need to talk about. So one of the, the best things about this film is the diversity. It is, it represents every ethnicity yeah um and uh, you know you look at the high school and it looks like a real high school in a real town yep it, i really appreciated well, that not my towns because i grew up in texas <laughs> so okay. it just depends on which towns you're talking about but i also love the diversity yes it was <laughs> it was just i thought natural and well done and yeah. um but there's a speech that marcia gay harden makes who i love I love her too. Thank you. Jeremy hates her. I've, I'm in a lot of Marsha Gay Harden debates with people <laughs> in my life right now. So thank you. Oh, no, she can do no wrong. And I, I thought she did a great job with this. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So she says it's a pep rally uh-huh. or a game. Uh-huh. And she says, oh, Kiara, stand up, Kiara. And what was the next shot? The girl in the wheelchair. <laughs> Now, I'm like, Amy Poehler is one of the funniest women alive. This was not necessarily a comedy. This movie was not really comedic. But did she do that on purpose? Kiara, not a girl in a wheelchair. So she's like, stand up, Kiara. And Kiara looks like, should I stand up? And then they cut to the girl in the wheelchair. It was it was mind blowing. It was a ridiculous choice. And oh, my God, that's funny. I yeah. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice that. Although I wish I could remember there was one there was one editing thing that that I definitely went, "Oh. Oh, that was interesting." But actually I liked it. I think I remember liking it. That I was like, "Oh, funny that they're tying all that together." I don't know. I it didn't it didn't bother me. Did you think they were making a statement about, "Oh, this girl can't stand up, so you sh- you shouldn't be saying that?" It made me laugh out loud and I don't <laughs> think that was the intention. <laughs> 
Or was it? She's very funny. She is very funny, but that was not in tone of this movie. You know, another thing that I really enjoyed, I feel bad that I talked so much about Nico because Alicia Pasquale Pena, who plays the girl, the friend, the new girl in the town. The new girl. Mm-hmm. Is, I want to say her name is Lucy. Is that her name? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Lucy that, Hernandez or something? Yes, that's right. She mm-hmm. is also extremely talented and very attractive. Very attractive. Yeah. Like, I also would like to go out with her 20 but years from now. That is going to be a hot threesome. You and Nico and <laughs> and what did you say her name was? I, I didn't write her name You know down. what's so great about the pandemic is that we could have that threesome because it would be over Zoom. I would oh, be yeah. delightful and yeah. a, little, a little titillating. At, but like if it was in person, I would just be like, no, please let me get dinner. Come on. No, you shouldn't drink. Like I wouldn't. <laughs> would you wear the parka you're wearing? Or um, if I was chilly, <laughs> yes, I would. You know what? Yes. Yes, I would. The, I think I've gone into the realm of unsexy clothing and it's I don't think I'll ever go back. There's yeah. No, there's no such. Uh, yeah. Not me. I really put this ensemble <laughs> together with great thought. But here's the thing about that character. She was so it was so nonsensical. She was like, I'm new in the school. I've got attitude. I feel like everyone's judging me. Vivian tried to give her advice, like, oh, just let it go. That's just him. He's a jerk. And she attacked Vivian. Next scene, she's like, hey, can I sit sit with you guys? Okay, wait. Vivian gave her horrible advice. I understand. And she attacked her. And was like, well, you go think that, but I'm going to, I'm not going to take it anymore, right? And then the next scene, she's like, hey, guys. Like, they're the pink ladies. Like, she just, it was, she was over it. Well, I, I think it's interesting because I didn't think that my my Alicia, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Lucy, attacked her at all. I think she was I think she was just being very clear about, like, why would I not hold my head up high? Why should I be sitting back when he's such an obvious jerk? Which also, by the way, I think is why they had to make him such an obvious total jerk. He couldn't be mm-hmm. sympathetic on any level because it. I think Lucy was tough. And so. <laughs> because you know people are going to victim blame like i think I, I think people victim blame right so like unless sure. he's just so awful it's undeniably awful people are right. still rooting for i mean i mean mandy he still won the scholarship i don't know how you felt in that moment but it was it was unfair it, i know i didn't see it coming i couldn't predict <laughs> a thing in this movie all the twists and turns <laughs> Okay, can you hear an eye roll over my microphone? Can you hear my eyes rolling? It was so, and like, everything happened in this movie. Everything. Drinking and sex and rape and bigotry. And it was just like, pick a lane and tell a story that feels more realistic and grounded. Don't have it be that there's this evil monster, you know, and it was just too much to to get me to get on board with any emotional connection. But it was also all the boys at school. It was a lot of the boys at school. Not all of them, but like a lot it was of those them. Two douchebags in class, Schwarzenegger and the, and his friend. Was it was it just them? I don't remember. I feel like there was a lot of like back patting and butt grabbing and stuff like that. Maybe it was just those two guys. I, yes. I mean, yes. I think you're right in the start when they make the list. But then as Moxie, this feminist movement grew, more and more guys were like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to I'm going to walk out with, you know, with everybody. It, I thought 
thought that was a really cool upgraded thing, too, that the guy would be joining along with their club, that he shows support. I mean, that was like, I, I actually thought that was kind of unexpected. The Her boyfriend, Seth? Yeah. Nico? Your boyfriend. Sorry, your boyfriend. Yeah, why are you... No, that I've was only just wrong. we've only just started our relationship and you have to shit all over it. Like, I'm so sorry. A minute. <laughs> but he's texting me that he feels really weird. So I just wanted to. Nip That's that funny. In the bud. Patrick is texting me the same thing. Weird. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> I wouldn't take it personally. So I was going to ask you to rank these characters in order of punchability because I wanted to punch a lot of them. But apparently you disagree. Well, it depends. Are we talking about a donkey punch? Wow. I don't really even remember what a donkey punch is, but I know it's not mean. Or is <laughs> it's, it? It's a sexual, it's sexual thing, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yep. I okay. don't remember. <laughs> Maybe we should cut but that. Save it for <laughs> save it for my trend that's getting me through the pandemic. Oh, fantastic. We have a lot of things in common suddenly. Ha- Carl, anyone? Okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, my most punchable is someone we haven't talked about yet. Oh. And that is... Lucy's hype man or hype woman oh, who love- they end up kissing. Yeah. And she was like always yelling all the time. Yeah. She was my most punchable. I wanted to punch her a lot. Wait, can I ask you something? Do you hate feminists? Yeah. Okay. And do you hate children? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I think I understand why, you know. <laughs> and women. It wasn't working. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And women. Yeah. So I think I'm, I understand why it's not working for you. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. hate soccer. I do hate soccer. Yeah. So, I mean, we have like, it's a quadrant of all of your worst things. Oh, yeah. I Yeah. So before we wrap it up, I wanted yeah. to ask you if, but I think I know your answer, but like, I know this movie wasn't made for us. It, it wasn't, like you said, it was really for, made for teen girls. Uh, yes. If you were 15 and you watch this movie, would yep. you be like, I want to start a moxie club in my school? I would totally recommend this I almost texted my friend who has a 16-year-old girl and said, you got to get her to watch Moxie. Um, okay. And I totally, in a couple years, if, when they're in junior high or whatever, like, I would totally have my girls watch it. Because... Okay, and I will have my son uh, beat up your girls and stuff them in a locker for watching this movie. <laughs> Great. <laughs> that sounds that sounds ideal. But I think we've I think we've solved it. It's great. <laughs> okay, so is laid out. I I I totally knew. I fell deeply in love, and I I'm going four man jobs. I loved it. Four man jobs, four of them, and they're good man jobs. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, I just heard them referred to as squeezers, and I enjoyed that. <laughs> man jobs or well hand jobs, oh, okay. but. Uh, <laughs> So I, uh, that's weird because that's what I call those applesauce packs that go in my kids' lunch. So now you've ruined, you've ruined that for me. Oh, wow. Now I can never say, do you want to have some squeezers (laughs) at the beach? Like that's really, (laughs) so thank you for that. But you will think of me when you do say it. And that makes me happy. (laughs) Oh God. Um, I'm inserting myself into everything you do, right? This is the dirtiest podcast ever. I'm going to give it one man's job. What? I really disliked this movie. Wait. And that is our biggest disagreement yet. <laughs> what the? Wait a second. The girl mm-hmm. on the train mm-hmm. got two and a half more man jobs than Moxie? No, no, no. That only got two and a half total. One right. and a half more. So you yeah. do math. Fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I, you know, there we go. Um, There you go. It's a miracle that we 
Uh, but not a miracle. I knew I knew this was going to happen. God, I had a feeling. I was hoping you'd like this one. But you, yeah, yeah. You're just not a person who likes to see women succeed. So that's okay. Um. <laughs> Check it out. Man. Yeah. Do you remember um, obscure reference? I don't know uh, if you were familiar. Barack Obama? Oof. I want to say I dated him in high school. That nope. could be true. I'm not nope. at that part of the book. No spoilers. 44th but president. I, 44th president. I got it. Yep. I am listening to his amazing voice <gasps> narrate his book, Promised Land, on oh. audible.com. Oh. And it is like somebody hand it's like somebody handing me warm chocolate chip cookies all day long his voice oozes integrity and warmth he's so smart and yeah i don't know what i would do without audible i listen to it when i'm on my epic walks i listen to it in the car i listen to it when i'm doing housework because yeah i can download titles and listen offline anytime anywhere that's incredible bestsellers like barack obama's 9,000 hour book but they Michelle also, Obama's I listened becoming, to that one oh, Becoming Loved that book Right yeah. mm-hmm. Her voice is pretty asmr <laughs> I would say that's true It is yeah. But mm-hmm. they also have like podcasts and, and news and self-help yeah. and children's books and all these incredible things and it's a free app and you yep. can get a free trial right now if you go to www.audibletrial.com slash mandemic you will thank us for it oh god the best. yes it's so worth it i love it and by the way like i don't know when else you would get barack to talk to you for that long a stretch of time you don't know our connection it's deep yeah I wanted to catch you up. I finished the Hollywood Ho- uh, Hollywood Con Queen podcast that I was telling you about. Chameleon, yes, yes. Chameleon is the name yes. of it, the Hollywood Con Queen. Yes. Um, spoilers coming. Yes. Can I say the spoilers? Because yes, radical. I I I realized that I called her a she in the first episode. You're supposed and I was to. <laughs> totally totally wrong it's a man and it's one dude and his story is fascinating i mean yeah yeah really really fascinating i found myself like i they i wanted them to get to it faster but i know they have to like draw it out and also they were doing it concurrently with the investigation which i love i love when it's like update or Uh, as we recorded this we had to change courses yes Yes. They got him. Yes, they, they got did. that fucker. Man, but I felt for him. I mean, I really I I I did. I I, I don't want him to not go to jail, but like I I felt really bad that somebody would ha- would would be so messed up that he had to do all those voices and try to get love in all those weird different ways like he can't be honest. It's like he has a sickness. I know, but he also I'm fascinated that it wasn't for money or profit necessarily. It was just to manipulate people and yeah. be, it was for the power yes but wasn't it also didn't he make like a million dollars or something w- would you still recommend now that you've listened to all of chameleon you would recommend it yes well i didn't cancel my subscription because now there's going to be another they're going to do another con 
for Ooh, next I season. Good. Mm-hmm. So they're going to do people who, with a little trickery. Good. Yeah. And I just listened to it on like one and a half speed. So I, they get to it faster. <laughs> yes. That, that oldest trick in the book. But don't do that yeah. to our podcast. No, I love the sound of your voice. <laughs> Always have. Always have. Uh, um, yeah. So and that then, was great. It, and then you tried geocaching, right? <gasps> yes. Yes, I'm so we excited. did. We went yesterday mm-hmm. and Abby has found a new favorite hobby. It was so exciting. They like Patrick was like, what are we doing? What is this? Like he was so sure this was not going to work out because I was doing my Mandy thing, which is like, I don't know. We'll just go see. And he's like, ugh. <laughs> um, and we we really couldn't find it at first. But then they like we there was a little hint. So we got the hint. And I can't you were so right. Oh my God, the thrill of going wait, could it be up there? And reaching in and feeling something and going, what? And pulling it out and going, oh, is yeah. this the geocache? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, the girls are riveted. Delilah promptly forgot and everyone's geocache again because it involves walking. So that's unfortunate. No, I'm kidding. Huh. She's just, she really hates walking or hiking or exercise oh. in general at the moment. We'll, we'll work okay. it out. Unless she's being chased. So I just have to hire someone to chase her. Um, or get her hired in an Amy Poehler movie. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Which I would gladly do. And after after Amy hears this, it's more likely that it's going to happen. Sure, sure. Um, but uh, Abby loved it. We we came home and she instantly like she made a geocache and wants to like hide it somewhere. So she's she's in. It's now anytime we have a free afternoon, we're going geocaching. It's exciting. Thank You're you welcome. for the tip. Really, You're fun. welcome. Really fun. Geocaching is the opposite of what I would like to talk about this time. Have you found something dreamy? Dreamy is a really good word for it. (laughs) Okay. Are you familiar with ASMR, Mandy? (laughs) Is that the one where they touch you when you say traumatic things? No. Okay. ASMR. I'm going to stop doing it. Because, Thank you. Woo, yeah. I loved the sound of your voice, but that was... That'll kill it. Yeah. ASMR. Ugh, I promised myself I would remember what it stood for, and I don't remember. Oh, let's a... guess. American Sadistic Masochistic Relaxation. No. Ooh, that actual, could be close. Actual sinus replicas on Mars. No. Ass... It's like automated sensory something. But the beauty of it is that it is not scientific or medical. (laughs) It is like created, I'm assuming, by hipsters. Wait, do you also not believe in climate change? (laughs) (laughs) No, I believe in science. Science is real. Love is love. But ASMR... You would think like, oh, that's got to be come from the medical world, yeah, right? A therapist. But no, yes, no. It is just <laughs> the idea that there are certain sensations. Like, I realized I was into it when I, when I put on all my unguents and and lotions in in the evening, and <laughs> okay. the, the the jars make really great noises when I click them shut, and I open the jars <laughs> and I put them on my sink top and i was uh-huh. and i would say to jeremy like oh listen to this sound listen to that click listen to that or when somebody would like crinkle paper uh-huh. i was like oh listen to that sound i love that sound it gives me chills i love that sound oh so asmr is just people attempting to give you those like good tingles <laughs> Hey-o. and it right <laughs> and it helps me go to sleep it really does i love I- it 
thought the only thing you hated in the world more than hipsters was Amy Poehler movies. So I can't believe that this is a thing that you caught on to. I love it. And I discovered it months and months ago during the pandemic. And it has helped me. Oh, my God. On an almost daily basis. Is it on YouTube? Where do you find it? YouTube and you just do ASMR. And it's so strange. There there are like situational ones. There are eating ones that I do not appreciate. Oh, like no. Pe- like hot women chewing things. What? No. no. Yeah. Wait, they have to be hot? You can actually hear that? Most of the people. No, you see them. They're videos. Most of the people oh. who do ASMR are good looking, oh. but it's not sexual. It's more like sensational. Okay. And what I like, weirdly enough, are women pretending to be doctors. They always have some <laughs> name like you know, I'm Dr. Cloud or, you know, I'm Dr. Rainbow and I'm here to do what's Great. called a cranial nerve exam. I didn't know this was a real thing. And they're like, so I'm going to test your vision and I'm going to test your sensation. And then they say like, is it okay if I touch your face? And their hands come toward the camera and they pretend to touch your face. What? And I'm like, yes, yes, Selene, touch my face. And it gives me tingles and helps me fall asleep. Okay, wait, I'm confused. How does it help you fall asleep if you are looking at a screen? How do you sleep with your eyes open? I'm a vampire. <laughs> no, th- eventually, I I, d- I don't look at the screen. Like, I, I select my video, uh-huh. and then I get cozy, and I <laughs> close my eyes, and I let the video play. Oh, my but God. But if you happen to be watching it, they are physically doing things. They have ones that are just like, let me brush your hair. Oh, my God. And it's like, oh. Wow, that's really cool. I like that. It's like ear porn. It is ear porn. That, but it's but again, not sexual. Well, we both picked a type of porn. Porn has been a big theme in in my week. What it a actually, shock. No, I, not usually. You know, I don't, I can't watch porn. It's like watching a train wreck. I'm not, it's not something I'm into. Again, um, we disagree. Go on. I, I know we disagree, but I really, I can't stomach it. But um, there are three, I had three porn things come up this week. One was an actress that I was looking, I was doing some research on an actress and she has the same name as an actress who did like a massive porny sex tape thing. Ooh. Like this, and it's a very unusual name. Like not, not. A, it's really an unusual name. It's not like Betsy Barnes. And you're certain it's not the same I'm, person. Well, here's the thing. I didn't. I didn't want to click on the link because it's a website with way too many X's, and you know, like I was like, right. oh, I'm not gonna. I don't know what's gonna happen if I click on that. So I, I didn't click to find out. But, but I did Google and see some images. I'm like, okay, there's other people with this name, which is. I have no idea how that's even possible. But I, I don't know for 100% that it's not her, but I'm like 99% sure because she was like an investment banker before she was an actor. Like, I, I think it's fine. Okay. It, it has to be fine. But I but I feel for her that you're like, when you Google her, it's like, right. whoa, there's like six links that come up on the first search for her name. So I'm like, whoo, we, we got to that, get. That's a name change waiting to happen. Yeah, uh, uh, that was interesting. Anyway, that was my first run-in with porn, and then my second run-in with porn was oh, I took a I I took a video of my of my kids listening. To- okay, 
Okay. No, no, no. No, no. It's I, <laughs> I took a video of them listening to classical music, and one was reading, and one was doing art. And this was completely... I had no idea this was happening. I walked in to the room, and they were doing this completely on their own. I took a small video of it, and I thought, hashtag parenting porn. And then I thought... <laughs> Because it is parenting porn. No, like what yes. a dream. I'm not. I didn't post it. Okay. It was just something I that I don't believe you can use the word porn next to the word parenting. Oh, says you. But I you you haven't listened to my other podcast. <laughs> is it called <laughs> You're on a Watch List? <laughs> it's not. You know, it's about the parents. But anyway, no, I just thought it was funny. Um and uh, it was not a sexual, you know, for parents like, well, you know, oh, my kids listen to classical music because they chose to. It's insane. When does that ever happen? It doesn't. Now, I immediately assume they were listening to like explicit rap and they heard you coming <laughs> and changed it. No, because they were listening on a record player. Oh, mm-hmm. yes. Your, your kids are classy as shit. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and then anyway, then the, the third porny thing I was going to talk about was the lady porn. It's not really porn, but it's like the lady version of porn. It's like as close to porn as I can possibly stomach, which is just, which is, uh, the romance in this book, the, when we believed in mermaids. Do you know that book? Have you read that book? No. Oh, I enjoyed this book immensely. Okay. It's by the author's name is Barbara O'Neill. And it, I, I mean, the, the story's good. It's got a good story because I, you know, I don't read much, so I can't get through things that don't have a great story. But the best part about this book is the guy that she meets when she's going to look for her dead sister. Hubba hubba. I got to mm. tell you, that, that, that's what keeps, that'll keep your marriage alive. I, I recommend ladies that you read this book. It's When We Believed in Mermaids. Mm-hmm. There's a, her, okay. her, her boyfriend's name is Javier. It's not Prince Eric. Oh, <laughs> no, that's a good guess, though. <laughs> no, he's so gentlemanly. It's one of those like, uh, you know, he does thing like things like notices the nape of her neck and comments mm. on her eyes and, you know, notices how she eats and her preferences, things like that. You know, this sounds like that... Fifty Shades of Boring to me. <laughs> okay, no, <laughs> this is I, I ate it up. I was like, oh, my All God. Right. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. It's as close to porn as I'll ever get. He noticed the nape of her neck. A hand, a strong hand, the small of her it's back. It's child's play. <laughs> it's all I want. Maybe I'll listen to it on Audible. Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. One of our sponsors. Uh, okay, so when we believed in mermaids. Yeah. You're, that's yeah. what you're into these days. Yeah. And if really anybody good. wants to discuss any of that with you, where can they find you? You can go to at Mandy Fab or, of course, at Parenting Porn. <laughs> um, I'm not going to drop it. I think it's a great you idea. You registered that on GoDaddy <laughs> while we were talking, didn't Just you? Just now. I did. You yeah. seemed a little distracted. <laughs> yes. So Mandy Fab and I am at Mandy underscore Kaplan underscore Clavens to join the discussion. <laughs> and next week... We are going to be watching. We are going to be watching. (laughs) You forget. Yes Day. Yes Yes Day. Day. Family fun. And I'm excited to include the kids and get to sit and watch a movie with them. This is one that the children can actually watch. And we'll see. We'll see who gets put into a locker after this movie. You know, that's absolutely right. (laughs) 
And would do you think our kids would want to uh, chime do their in own on reviews? Talk about man jobs. Yeah, I was going to say chime <laughs> in on how many man jobs they would like to give because <laughs> because that'll be interesting. That's, that'll be a very revealing conversation. I just feel like I hear sirens approaching both of our houses at this point. They are coming for us. I don't know why you bring out that side of me. I'm a goddamn. I'm I'm very uh, clean in real life. Yeah, you're a nun. You're a nun. (laughs) All right. I love you. Yep, love you too. We will do this next week. Yeah, we will. See you next time. Don't see Moxie. I hope you. By then, I hope you get better taste in movies, though. You know what I mean? Just it'll make your life better. 